Hello, everybody, and welcome to the very first episode of Out of the Blue. Out of the Blue. Here we are. We're just out, here out of the blue, aren't we? You don't need to say it that many times. <laughs> well, I do, so it gets through your head sometimes. But anyway, hey. let's um, let's introduce ourselves. Um, my name is uh, Jay, here to four, uh, and going forward, known as Grandpa, to uh, my um, co-host here. His name is Leo. Say hello, Leo. Hello. And it's, and it's a pleasure to uh, be working with you on this Out of the Blue podcast. And this Out of the Blue podcast is, um, it's not going to be anything fancy. It's, it's really um, just designed to uh, further widen the generation gap. And I can, Leo, do you know what the generation gap is? Of course not. Speak, speak up a little more. Not. I'm, I'm not you. Okay. I understand science stuff, not normal stuff. No. Well, the generation gap, I'll explain it real quick, um, is um, it's kind of the difference between uh, the, the experience and the attitudes of an older generation like mine and that of a younger generation like yours. For instance, uh, your generation's really into video games, right? Yes. And um, my generation, which is a baby boomer generation, isn't as into video games as your generation. Uh, even though sometimes we enjoy it, we don't spend that much time on it. So back in my day when I was your age, and how old are you again? 12 uh, what? I'm not that young. I'm 14. You know this. Come on. <laughs> Anyway, um, when I was your age, uh, the generation gap back then was, uh, you know, the difference between, you know, what was important to my age group, a teenage age group, compared to what my my parents' experience was, uh, especially my grandparents, uh, of which I am yours. I am your grandparent. And um, my grandparents used to complain a lot about rock and roll music. Uh, can you imagine that happening? Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, so, you know, that's a generation gap. And so I guess uh, we're on this podcast, Out of the Blue, we're either going to widen the generation gap or, or bring the generations a little bit closer together. And we've got a lot of work to do. <laughs> Probably widen it. <laughs> Probably widen it. Yeah, that's for sure. Unless you agree to let me watch Mythbusters later, then it's okay. Okay. Well, maybe so. Anyway, um, our um, purpose here, besides, um, you know, trying to widen or narrow the generation gap, is that we're just going to wing it. Every day we do this podcast, we're just going to talk. And believe me, that is one thing that Leo likes to do. Um, this is uh, maybe going to be an outlet for Leo. Um, maybe an outlet for me too, because I, I like to talk to in certain situations, but, um, you may notice that once Leo and I get going discussing a topic, uh, that, um, you know, sparks may fly and, um, you know, who knows, um, uh, but we're going to talk about everything from, um, my interests to Leo's interests, uh, which include what Leo? Mostly science and video games. 
mostly science and video games. You know, we're even going to probably talk about current events. Um, as we debut this show right now, we're um, in the middle of, and hopefully at the tail end of, the COVID-19 pandemic. And we, we're recording this on May 1st. And uh, we'll premiere it today, so it'll be available for you to listen to. But um, there's a lot of weird stuff going on in the world right now. And things that nobody alive on the planet right now have ever experienced before. Uh, rampant disease, uh, lockdowns uh, all across the world, even here in our own neighborhood, which happens to be Washington State. And, uh, you know, in various countries, um, there's various levels of uh, freedoms and, uh, and that sort of thing that are being taken away, uh, hopefully temporarily. Wouldn't, wouldn't you hope that? Yes, but you can't forget to mention that where we live is close to both Everett and Seattle, which means we have to deal with being like in between the two of them. <laughs> We're pretty close to the two of them, so, you know, there's going to be a lot of cases around us and actually in our city, so... Actually, uh, yeah, we're right, right smack in the middle between Everett and Seattle. I mean, it's about equal distance. Um, um, so, uh, and there are uh, hundreds of cases of COVID nineteen in our city uh, itself and and around us. But we've been doing pretty well. We've um, been holed up in our residence, um, going out uh, very, very, very rarely, and uh, trying to keep ourselves safe and healthy. And so far, so good. Uh, knock on wood, right? You don't know what that means, do you? Absolutely. It's not. a thing for luck. You know, if you say something like that, that you're hoping for, uh, it's, it's an old saying, knock on wood. And, you know, we should consult our uh, administrative assistants, uh, assistant, our research assistant, our fact checker, our fountain of knowledge, to find out exactly what the knock on wood thing means. Wouldn't you say that's a good idea? That is none of the above. That is a robot. Well, we have a fact checker. We have a researcher uh, here handy, and um, she's going to help us with questions like this. So let's let's ask our research assistant, what's the... Uh, I guess you call it the entomology or the history of what knock on wood means. So let me do that right now. Let me introduce you to our research assistant. Echo, say hi. Hi there. Well, it's nice to see you today. Oh, well, you have to say the that E word before, don't you? She's very uh, temperamental. So anyway, Echo, we're going to ask you something. Is that okay? Yes. Ask away. I know about the weather, music, and converting units of measurement. By the way, I am trying to respond from the right place. Was this the device you expected? Oh, yeah. Great. Thank you. You see, um, the E word here uh, works remotely. Uh, she's not really here, but... <laughs> She can hear us. In fact, she hears everything we say. I highly doubt it. Amazon is one of the best companies when it comes to information. 
Yeah, but they're listening to every word you say, don't you think? It doesn't start actually listening until you say that word. What word's that? The E word or the A word in some cases, depending on what you have it. You know, how many devices do we have here at our house like this? How many research assistants do we have? I think we have four. Okay, so there's there's one, two, three, four. Yeah, you're right. There's four, which is really overkill. Uh, yeah, but nah. Anyway, back to the subject at hand, which is knock on wood. So let me ask the question. Echo, what is the origin of the phrase knock on wood? Here's something I found from the article Hamsa on Wikipedia. Similar to the Western use of the phrase knock on wood or touch wood, a common expression in Israel is hamsa, 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 tfu, 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 the sound for spitting, supposedly to spit out bad luck. Well, you know, I think I like knock on wood better, don't you, Leo? I don't have a preference. <laughs> well, one thing's for sure. When she is relying on Wikipedia to get you the correct information... You know it's right. No, absolutely not. Why do you say that? Because Wikipedia is almost always wrong. Really, is it? Oh, I don't know. It's, it's like an online encyclopedia. It's almost like anybody and everybody can change anything they want on Wikipedia. They can anytime? Yeah. Have you ever done anything like that? No, because I'm too lazy to. Oh. Too lazy to go correct all the stuff that they say wrong. Well, have you ever run into anything on there that you looked up that you that you knew clearly was wrong? Oh, yeah. I can't think of any examples off the top of my head, but oh, yeah, I have. You know, you're right about that. Wikipedia is edited by the users, and you have to have an account to do it and all that kind of thing. But, um, you know, it can be good for... Uh, you know, maybe searching up Jennifer Aniston's birthday or something like that, but that might be about it. Or just real quick things about something. Kind of like the E-word does. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, if you want something more detailed, what you really got to do is you got to check it across multiple websites and check if it shows up across multiple websites, it's probably true. Yeah. That's that's a probably a good way to look at it. Probably a good way to look at it. So, well, we discovered what the origin of knock on wood was. And so uh, now that we know that, let's move on to the next topic, which is, uh, Leo, you have a little journal book there. What are you using that journal book for? I write random science things in it. What's the last thing you wrote in there? When you mix nitric acid with alcohol, you get an explosive and corrosive compound called nitile. Nidal? Yep. Now, you are a science nerd, is that fair to say? Mm-hmm. Um, is it fair to say that you're a science geek? I don't see a difference between the word nerd and geek. Oh, I think there is a difference between. Um, Echo, what's the difference between nerd and geek? N-E-R-D. The name of an alternative rock band consisting of Pharrell Williams and Chad Hugo of the Neptunes and their friend Shay Haley. In North American folklore, Bigfoot or Sasquatch are said to be hairy, upright walking, ape-like creatures that dwell in the wilderness and leave footprints. I think she led us astray there. 
I don't think that's what we asked. <laughs> I think she led us astray. I think there is a little difference between nerd and geek, though. It's very subtle. I'm pretty sure that nerds play video games and geeks are the smart ones. Well, geeks are, yeah. Hey, yeah, that, that's... Meaning I'm both. So you're a nerdy geek or a geeky nerd. Okay, the first one sounds better. The lot, the second one just sounds weird. You're a nerdy geek. I guess. Yeah. Okay. So what else you got in that little book there? The entire periodic table of elements listed with every atomic number and all that. Blah, blah, blah. How to make a couple types of nylon. How to make a few different explosive compounds. How to make some different types of strong acids. Wait a second. Wait a second. Why do you want to know how to make nylon? It's a kind of polymer, and polymer is a very useful material. Also, I find it interesting. It's a chemical reaction, or you can do it industrially. Okay. Uh, so, what do you do? You, so, you're just interested in the process more than the actual product. Is that it? Well, yes, but if I did end up using it at some point, it, it's pretty interesting how it's made. Plus, it's. Polymer is always fairly useful, seeing as polymer makes up very a very large number of things. Like, such as? Toothbrush. Toothbrush, that's a polymer. Like a plastic. Plastic's no. a polymer. No, no. The plastic that makes up the toothbrush itself, no. But the toothbrush bristles, those are all polymer. A different kind of nylon. Uh... Police vests usually have nylon in them because certain nylons have a stronger strength, like stronger tensile strength than steel. Hmm. I didn't know that. So how do you know all this stuff? Well, I've watched Mythbusters since I was like five years old. I've, I've done actual research on my own about a bunch of different kinds of stuff that I've heard about. And you, but you retain all this stuff. It's like your mind has got a lot of empty space up there to fill. Yes, except I only remember the stuff that I'm actually interested in and not the boring stuff like, oh, so I'm supposed to give somebody a handshake when I meet them. Might be. Well, you know, I think handshaking's kind of gone, uh, gone the, uh, um, the way of the covered wagon here because, uh, Due to this pandemic, I don't think people are going to be shaking hands anymore. By the way, you have a really pretty good handshake. Mm -hmm. You have a strong handshake. Uh, you'd probably be a good salesman. I don't want to be a salesman, though. What if you could sell nylon? I have no interest in that. What if you could make nylon and sell nylon? Uh, so I... The chemical process produces such a small amount that selling it would be... A waste of time. Well, somebody must be selling it out there. Well, Couldn't yes. you take over the nylon market? They're not using the chemical process. They're using the industrial process, which produces a lot more a lot faster. Usually they have a continuous industrial process, which produces it even faster than in batches. Hmm. Fascinating. So, uh, during this pandemic... 
Um, school has been out. What grade are you in again? Eight. Seven. <laughs> I said eight. Eighth. Okay. Okay, and you're fourteen and what a half almost. Not really. I don't. Yeah, you are. I don't think so. I don't think it's been six. Your months birthday's in January. My... Don't say the date, but it's in January and it's March, April, May. Okay, you're not. You're like fourteen and a quarter. Why you no let me say dates? Because people are listening to this, and we don't want anybody to steal your identity. Because we don't want. Well, first of all, who'd want to? And second of all, we don't want anybody to steal your identity or mine. Because the world is not ready for two Leos. I doubt that. <laughs> well, it's not. Trust me. Anyway, where what, was I? What am I going to do that would affect the entire planet? That's what I'm worried about. And what would that be? <laughs> I don't know. But you have this little book of science stuff, and I'm worried about you talking about, you know, chemical reactions and acids and making rockets and stuff like that, and it's a little concerning. How is it concerning wanting to learn a bunch about science? Well, All of that is chemical reactions, which is chemistry, which is science. I know, but we, you haven't even taken chemistry yet. I don't care if I've taken chemistry yet or not. I already know all the stuff that they're trying to teach me at school. Okay. What is what is the the actual name of something that that uh, where the uh, chemical what's the the chemical makeup makeup is um, CO two carbon dioxide. Okay. What is CO? Carbon monoxide. What is H2O? Water. What is H2O2? Hydrogen peroxide. What is H? No fair looking in the book. H, hydrogen. <laughs> what is AU? Gold. Hmm. Yep. Okay. What is, um, I don't know, FE? Iron. Uh, I thought I could get you on that one. Nope. And I remember Ooh. why I got that. I just got Symbol a Facebook too. notification. Somebody liked, no. Somebody commented on a post in a group that I'm in. Yippee. I thought I turned that down. See, I even know why it was named Effie. Oh, why is that? That's a good, oh, I know, because of ferrous? Yeah, it's a naturally occurring ferrous metal, which is, you know... Why it got Fe? It's magnetic, and it oxidizes to create rust, which you know most ferrous metals do. So is that why they? That's why they call it a ferrous metal because it oxid oxidizes. No, mainly because it's magnetic, which means you can make electromagnets out of it. It connects to permanent magnets, and you can turn it into a permanent magnet. So what? What are what are some other ferrous metals? I believe that brass is one, and I know for a fact that steel. Yeah, but is brass one. is not a. It's not a. It's not an element. I know it's an alloy, but so is steel. Steel is a mixture of iron okay. and carbon. All right. Yeah. Fair enough. You know, I can't think of very many actual elements that are because I can't say for sure, but. I'm pretty sure that iron is the only naturally naturally occurring ferrous metal, but I'm probably wrong on that. Don't take my word for it. 
No, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, uh, you could tell me something and I'd probably believe it. Maybe or not. Maybe not. <laughs> Most people I know would believe a lot of the science stuff I spew out because they just don't know about themselves. Yeah. Spew is a good word. <laughs> Be quiet. <laughs> okay, so um, how do you think we can close the... Uh, well, let's get that. I was going to say, how do you think we can close the generation gap? <clears throat> I mean, oh. there is a really real generation gap, you know? I mean, it's not just my generation and your generation, but, you know, there's a generation in between there, too. Yeah, except your generation is all like, hey, stop playing Xbox. It's bad for you. No, no. Kids my age don't like that. No, I'm, I'm sure. We, we like doing what is enjoyable. If we don't enjoy something, we don't want to do it. Like, And then there are some things that we enjoy, but just like, it's harder to, you know, just, like, there are things that you enjoy more than others. So, yeah, I enjoy playing Xbox a lot, so I'm going to do that a lot. But, you know, I like taking photos, so I'll go take photos sometimes. I like messing with my soldering iron. I'll do that sometimes. You know, I like reading. I'll do that sometimes. But, like I said, I like Xbox more than most of those things, so I'm going to do that more than most of those things. It's not that I don't want to do the other things. It's just that kind of when you enjoy something more, you kind of end up doing it more whether you want to or not. Yeah, I guess you're probably right about that. Well, that's a, a big sore point in our house um, is the uh, video games. And I think with a lot of uh, parents nowadays, it probably is a big, it's a big point of contention. And uh, we're not going to solve anything on this podcast. <laughs> no, because most parents allow their children to do it and don't care. Really? You think so? Uh, no, I know so because I know the other kids at my school and that's what their parents do. I wonder, do you think they have just, I wonder why that is. Do they, have they just given up trying to get their kids to do something else? No. Or, or, or is it, or is it a, um, like a cheap babysitter. No, no. I think it's partially because they're a lot closer to their child's age than you are to my age. Like, you know, there's a massive age gap between the two of us. So you don't understand it quite as well as, say, my parents would. Because, you know, they grew up well while video games were still in existence. You were not born. You were born before video games were invented, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I you mean, didn't grow I up was... with video games. Not really, no. Like my parents did and I have. By the time I was a senior in high school or so, you know, give or take a year or two, the big video game that was out at that time was Pong. Uh No. And that was exciting because it was a dot on a screen and two lines and it was like, you know, Pong is like playing table tennis on a TV screen. And it was, it was, you know, the thing back then, you know, I mean, that was, that was the game. If you, you know? want to play tennis or table tennis in a video game, get a Wii. Well, 
there was no Wii then. There was no Nintendo. There was no Microsoft. There was no Apple. There was, there was no none Microsoft? of that stuff. Okay, no. I can understand Apple. Apple is no, but Microsoft. When did Microsoft start? I think it was 78 or 79. Anyway, they, I'm talking pre-Microsoft, pre all these big current tech companies. We had Pong. Yes, Pong. Didn't you have Atari once you got a little older too? Um, I never personally owned an Atari, I don't think. Um, but, you know, those weren't a whole heck of a lot better because you could, but you could get stuff like Asteroids on there. Do you ever play Asteroids? Pac-Man. I played stuff FPS like that. That games. was more the that was kind of the early early eighties. I remember you know eighty one, eighty two ish, that being around. That was Atari was big then. Yeah, I play FPS games more than most games. And for the benefit of our, of our listeners, who first might, person shooters, first person shooters. Yeah. Well, you know what, Leo? We only got a couple of minutes left on this first episode, and I think we should start winding winding this up. Um, just going forward, um, I'm not quite sure how often we're going to put an episode up, but, um, since we're in the middle of a pandemic right now, we, we have a little extra time on our hands. <laughs> and so we might, we might put episodes up, uh, once or twice a week, who knows, but we'll see. And, uh, when they're available, as soon as we get done recording them, we're going to put them up and, uh, and we'll just see where we go from there. If you have questions, or if you have questions you would like Leo to answer, let's put it that way, write us an email at outoftheblue2020 at gmail.com. That's outoftheblue2020 at gmail.com. You can write to either me or Leo, but preferably Leo, uh, write and ask him a question, a science question. And uh, maybe we can get an answer for you by the time we put up another podcast. And um, this is a family um, podcast, so uh, keep all your communications clean. We will not tolerate any, any uh, you know, garbage. <laughs> so all garbage will be ignored, right? I mean, personally, I really don't care because I'm used to it because it happens a lot at my middle school. But, you know, you're not as used to it. So I can understand why you wouldn't you would care a lot more. Yeah, well, uh, I do care. And this this is a family deal and we want to get all kinds of people listening to it. And uh, so if you have questions or comments, just send us an email. It's uh, out of the blue 2020 at gmail.com. And uh, I would like to thank our fact checker and research assistant uh, for being with us today. And uh, she'll be with us every day. And Echo, say goodbye. Goodbye. And uh, with that. And here's a little side note. I'm the one that does all the actual research. Uh, that thing doesn't know what it's talking about. Oh, there you go. And that's it for Out of the Blue for this time. And we'll see you next time. Thanks a lot. Say goodbye, Leo. Bye.